0: Radio MD. MD RadioMD.com. Your trainer, Melanie Cole, is here to motivate and help you perform. It's time now
1: for Train Your Body. So what are shin splints and what are muscle cramps? You get them, you start to run, maybe you're out walking, maybe you're doing a lunge, maybe you're just bending over to pick up your kid or sleeping at night, and all of a sudden this thing grabs your leg, behind your leg, you know, or in your foot, what is that? And if you're out exercising, what can you even do about it? My guest is Dr. Jordan Metzl. He's a nationally recognized sports medicine physician, best-selling author of Running Strong. Welcome to the show, Dr. Metzl. So tell us first, what is a cramp? What is it?
0: So, uh, you know, running and cramps and cramps from sports are a very common thing that we see in the office. Um, as an athlete myself, I want to make sure that I hopefully don't get too many cramps when they come on. They're really horrid. Nothing worse than like in the middle of an Ironman or a marathon and you get a hamstring or a quad cramp, you're just like, oh man, I put in all this training, this sucks. So why do they happen? And so muscle cramp just means the muscle is kind of going into spasm and they tend to happen for a couple of reasons. You know, number one reason is that, uh, you know, the muscle is not strong or flexible enough. So, there's a kind of a mechanical cramp, which tends to be related to just not being strong or flexible enough. That's probably about 20% of cramps are related to that. So, you just put too much loading force on the muscle, and in quite English terms, the muscle gets pissed off. It starts to cramp up and get very sore and goes into spasm, and it doesn't like it. You know, the other group, which is much more common, are nutritional cramps. And so, those fall in the category of things like dehydration. Uh, if you get severely dehydrated, your muscle tends to go into go into a cramp in a spasmodic-type pattern. Um, electrolyte imbalance, things like sodium, potassium, magnesium, um, those deficiencies, particularly after doing a lot of sweating, um, you can lose a lot of electrolytes. Those can cause muscular cramping as well. So if you're somebody that's out in a hot, humid environment, you know, you want to make sure you're pre and definitely pre-electrolyte loading and then load replacing those electrolytes as you go so you don't end up down the road with all kinds of problems. And so uh, muscle cramping is a common thing I see, and it's also a common thing that uh, I try and give people guidance on how to prevent. So, because generally speaking, if you're smart about it, not always, but uh, certainly much of the time you can avoid these.
1: Now, are those kinds of cramps that are exercise related or, you know, nutritionally related to fit, you know, muscle imbalance, whatever, you know, are the reasons, are those different than those ones that wake you up screaming in the night that your hamstring or your foot juts out in a direction and you hop around for a while and then the next day that muscles actually sore?
0: Yeah, that's a different type of drill. So that's a different thing. Um, you know, these tend to be exertional-related cramps that I'm talking about versus just some of the nighttime cramping, which may be sometimes related to dehydration or something, but generally speaking, those are sometimes positional at night, uh, and some people just get those.
1: So you don't have any remedies for those middle-of-the-night things?
0: I'm, if I did, I would be the first person. I'm not... I. I, I think we, uh, you know, it's not something I get a lot of, but uh, I'd say stretch out before bed and um, and don't move.
1: <laughs> and what a, what about you mentioned electrolytes and sodium, potassium, and you know. So is eating a banana, half a banana, is that going to help you? Is that enough potassium? Or do you like like energy drinks, you know, or like a Gatorade yeah. kind of electrolyte replacement drink?
0: I got to tell you, my patients and I have people that do all different kinds of things. I've had the best success with. Some of the new high-sodium sport drinks, so like Endurance formula, Gatorade, has been very, very helpful. And then I have a whole other cohort, and the patients that seem to get this the worst are my Ironman people like me who are doing stuff in hot, humid environments, and my tennis players who are playing particularly down in the southeast uh, where they get a lot of heat and humidity down there, and they lose a ton of electrolytes. Um, those the tennis folks swear by dill pickle juice. I'm not kidding.
1: I've heard that before.
0: They love it. They go crazy for dill pickle juice, and they really believe in it. I mean, it really it's a great, it's brine salt, it's readily available uh, in terms of absorbs, it, it, the absorptive capacity is very quick, uh, they love it. Um, so that works for them, but for everybody else, I think some of the, uh, the salt containing high salt sport drinks uh, probably are the best.
1: Now, what is a shin splint? You know, we, we've talked on the show with so many experts about various muscle conditions and things, but shin splints in particular seem to be a common one and a bit of a confusing one because there's like, it feels like there's no muscle there. It feels like it's just a bone, but we know that there's muscle. What is a shin splint?
0: So basically, shin splint means I've irritated, or as I say in my videos on Runner's World, pissed off my shin. I've irritated my shin. And there are kind of two main broad categories of shin splint. The less common is what we call muscular shin pain. And the person with muscular shin pain is the following person. Hi, I'm Melanie, and I'm a runner. And I run, after about 15 or 10 minutes, the outside or the back of my leg starts to get really tight, and my leg is killing me. And the more I step, the tighter it gets, and I feel like something is like squeezing inside my leg. Now, that's sometimes called a shin splint. It's the broad category of shin pain with running, but that's what we call muscular shin pain, and what you're describing is something called exertional compartment syndrome, meaning the muscle is expanding, and there's not enough room for it to expand, and it gets squeezed by the wrapping called the fascia, and it becomes really tight, and we do uh, things to help that. We shorten people's running stride. And then if that doesn't work, we uh, do a diagnostic test called Compartment Syndrome Test. And then if that shows an elevated pressure, sometimes these people need surgery to fix that that issue. Now, the much more common shin pain are the people who run, and they start running and running and running. And they get pain either on the front or the back inside part of their bone, particularly their tibia bone. And that is called uh, tibial stress syndrome, most commonly posterior medial tibial stress syndrome, the back inside part of the leg. And when people get that problem, it's most often related to a combination of their foot mechanics and their stride length. And so, the things I really educate my patients on are number one, I use oftentimes a corrective type orthotic. The kinds I like are the type you just get in the mail for like forty bucks. You heat them up in the oven and step in them, and they mold your feet. Those have been very helpful. Yeah,
1: awesome. I like those too. Mm-hmm. They're
0: great. And then, in terms of stride length, I have them shorten up that stride. I have them use a shorter stride. Try and get to a, a cadence of about one hundred and seventy-five to one hundred and eighty. Uh, and and try and match that cadence uh, to see what that feels like, and that should help as well.
1: Well, and I want to point out that he mentions running because he's like, you know, Ironman runner, but walkers get shin splints too. And it's easy to get these things. It's the same issues. You get them in aerobics class or you get them in yoga, you get them in, it doesn't even matter, but walking also. So when we look at, you mentioned orthotics and and shoes, base, stride length, gait, all of it's involved. Mm -hmm. Are there certain stretches or things? Because sometimes taking your toe, tucking it under, across the leg, it's a very hard area to stretch.
0: Yeah. So here's the story on this. Um, I mean, the, I'm a big fan, and in all my books I have a whole kind of illustrated workouts of how to use your foam roller. I think uh, getting on that sucker makes a huge difference, um, and I think that's the best way. It's very difficult to stretch that. I have a lot of information on uh, you know using a foam roller and how to do that.
1: So using a foam roller would be the best way to learn to stretch that area because, as you say, it is a difficult area Impossible to stretch. Impossible otherwise, yeah. It certainly is in the last minute best advice on those little nagging things, shin splints, cramps, things that come up when we run or walk, some of us are walkers, Dr. Matzel. we are not which, all iron men, but i'm a long support. distance walker well, I, I I support. like to I'll walk forty miles, you know i just i'm I can't seem to run, but we'll talk about that on another show. best advice
0: for what for people to do that
1: you, you just On all of this, on shin splints, cramps, any of it.
0: Yeah. So my best advice is, number one, if pain changes your mechanic of movement, get it checked out. Meaning if shin pain is changing the way you walk or run, if knee pain is changing the the way you walk or run, get it checked out. I see so many injuries in my office that are made worse by people changing their mechanical movement pattern because of pain. So that's number one. And number two is figure out why the pain is happening. We can do so much. I want to educate runners and walkers around the world on how they can take care of their bodies and prevent problems from happening. With a little bit of education, you can make a huge difference and be your own best advocate in this this space.
1: Wow, he's ending this just like he is a complete pro, which he is. The book, Dr. Jordan Metzl's Running Strong. You can get it on Amazon. You're listening to Radio MD. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well.